Full Scope, Human Longevity and Performance Podcast. We want you to become the most exceptional, high-performing version of yourself. And to facilitate this, we are giving away the Longevity Fundamentals Handbook absolutely free. This is a tremendous resource that will tell you the lifestyle behaviors and mindset that will lead to the best outcomes and longevity. To get this, go to our website, wondermedicine.com or fullscope.org, put in your email, and we will send you this amazing resource, the Longevity Fundamentals Handbook. Stop avoiding the thing. Every single one of us has weaknesses. And all of us work very hard to either cover these things up or we just completely ignore them. This is a big problem because eventually your weaknesses, my weaknesses, all of them will be exposed. And how will that happen? Well, the hand of time is unkind to humans. And as we age, our weaknesses start to bubble up to the surface. So if you care about longevity, if you care about being a top performer right now, it's time to stop avoiding the thing, start leaning into it, training towards it, and making some of your biggest weaknesses, at least up to baseline, if not even strengths. And what I will say is that great people take their biggest weaknesses and make them strengths. Michael Jordan comes out of college, can't shoot very well. He's got explosive power. He can get to the hoop. He can finish. But his jump shot's not that great. So what does he do? He leans in. He works on his jump shot for hours and hours and hours and brings it at least up to par with the best of his game, and he becomes the best in the world. All right, so don't ignore the thing. Don't get caught caught with your pants down. Do something today. Let's rewind the clock, though, and let's think about how we deal with children in our homes, in society, in general. What do we do to kids? We push them to develop and learn. Children are forced to do things that they are not comfortable with every single day. Basically, we force them to be an idiot. We force them to step into roles that they know nothing about and try and figure it out and learn it. You know, they show up to reading class not knowing how to read. They show up to math class not knowing what numbers are or what they're used for. We just throw them in. We force them to learn. And you know what? They're all the better for it. A child would never be allowed to avoid something important like school, math, reading, sharing, etc. Now, I know today's a weird world, and I've heard about schools getting really lax on attendance and other things. That's a big problem. That's how societies erode. That's another issue. But in the time I grew up, you could not miss school. You had to go. And if you skipped, you got in big trouble. Additionally, the best parents, the best teachers, the best mentors, they don't solve problems for children. They make them figure it out on their own. Instead of just showing them how to do something, or even worse, doing it for them, they say, that's tricky, huh? 
you're going to have to figure it out. And that will lead to the best outcome for the child because then they will learn that they have to be able to solve problems so that they can get things done and more specifically get the things that they want to get done. Additionally, we just throw them into situations as I stated above. I am oftentimes explaining super complicated things to my two-year-old. And other people will listen to me and they'll say, he can't understand that. He doesn't know what you're talking about. Well, I agree, but guess what? The only way he's ever going to be able to figure that out is if I just throw him in, start talking to him about these complex ideas, and eventually he'll figure it out. And yes, I try to explain things. I try to break things down as much as possible. But at the end of the day, we talk about complex stuff, and it is amazing how much he can understand over a series of days of repetitive instruction on a topic. So here's my question. We treat kids this way. Why are adults so different? Why do we hold ourselves to different standards? Don't we understand that if we want to learn, grow, become the best person we can be, and age in the best way possible, we have to identify, train out, and deal with our weaknesses. And what are your weaknesses? Well, as a child, you were probably told things repeatedly. Pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. Or maybe in sports, bend your knees, bend your knees, bend your knees. Or use your left leg too, use your left leg too, use your left arm too, use your left arm too. These are things that people have told you repeatedly. Focus on the big picture. Focus on the big picture. And even as an adult, th people may still be saying these things to you on, you know, not as frequently probably because we don't have uh, that awesome feedback loop that you get as a child constantly from all your peers and your teachers. We honestly need more of that feedback loop for adults, but people are probably still saying this to you. And if you have heard something your whole life from people who care about you and love you, don't you think it's time to make the change. Pew. All right, so what is the thing? When we say stop avoiding the thing, what are we talking about? Well, we're actually talking about your thing, the thing that you need to do. And to put your thing another way, it's a weakness. It's a weakness in either the way that you do things, the way that you think, the way that your body moves, and the way you use your body, the way you interact with others. It's a weakness, and you need to deal with that weakness. So we all have these things. All of us have weak points, and it's by definition, because every person is a dynamic individual with a set of skills, and you can number those skills from strongest to weakest based on objective markers. So by definition, we all always have weaknesses. So you're right there with everyone else. The problem with some people is they love, and in fact, most people, most people I talk to, most of the times in a new patient consultation for the longevity clinic, we identify these weaknesses right off the bat. They literally scream to me off of, the, off of the person, off of their chart, after I go through some detailed history and some check-ins on goals and what people want. But most people love to avoid these things. And oftentimes they even pretend they don't exist, period. That is a really, really poor strategy. 
These weaknesses represent our Achilles heel, the thing that is our weak point that will eventually get us. Achilles being a uh, mythological figure that was very strong, uh, very talented, but his weak point was at his Achilles, basically where his um, uh, heel bone attaches to his lower leg bones. And when that thing gets broken, Achilles falls. We all have those Achilles heels. If you want to live long, live well, if longevity is important to you, you must address and train out these weaknesses because I promise your bad knee, your bad shoulder, your inability to get out and make new friends or meet connections, these things will start to surface more and more as you age and they will hold you back. As I said, avoidance is a bad strategy. It is an immature coping mechanism, and it's not the way you should deal with problems. And in society in general, people need to stop avoiding their problems. Okay, what do you need to do? Well, start by just being aware. Be aware of what's going on. Look, listen, feel, be objective. As I said above, your weakness is likely something people have told you your entire life. You've probably heard this from other people. You probably didn't like to hear it, but you need to hear it and you need to do something about it. Stop avoiding it. Lean into it hard and make your weakness disappear by training it out. If your legs are weak, do more leg strength exercises. If you're strong for a few seconds, like you can lift a heavy weight quickly, but you can't hold a 90 degree angle, like hold a squat for a long time, then you are not strong. Yes, you can move weight over a short amount of time, but if you cannot hold the static position, you are weak. So your weaknesses aren't just um, things, they're even details about things sometimes. And those details can be even easier to ignore, but don't. That will come back to haunt you. Think about every story you've ever read. What's the basic premise of a story? Well, you have an introduction, you have a challenge, and then a resolution. The story is built on the challenge. How boring of a story will your life be if you never address, face, or deal with your challenges? I mean, it just, when you look at it like that, it's pathetic. What do you want your life story to be? Do you want it to be one of triumph? One where you slayed your dragons, dealt with the biggest problems, accomplished the greatest things, and did the most possible you could? Or do you want it to be one where you ignore the hard things, you don't really challenge yourself, you don't really put yourself out there, you go through life, every day's easy, every day doesn't present you with any stress, and you die not accomplishing, not contributing, not being the best person you could be. Now, this paradigm, this avoiding challenge, avoiding the thing that makes your life story awesome is not just a problem for the individual. It's a problem for society right now. Society has gotten soft and just as the individual will pay, so will the collective. Society is avoiding the challenges it needs to solve right now and it's going to come back to bite our civilization in the butt super hard. All right, so some take-home points from all of that. Challenge your body and mind 
regularly. Complacency leads to rigidity, and rigidity is one step closer to death. Think about it. If you are complacent, you're usually staying still, either figuratively or or in real life. You're complacent, you're staying still. Things that stay still get rigid. They stop moving. And what is a dead body? It's a super rigid thing that doesn't move, doesn't think, doesn't move forward. As you become more rigid in your life because of more complacency, you get closer to death. Do you see how strongly connected these ideas are to longevity? They are fundamentals. Treat yourself like a child. Force yourself to do the thing. And when you don't want to do the thing, double down on it and make yourself do it. I'll be honest with you. I love having a podcast. I think it's really cool to listen to the podcast afterwards. I think it's cool to help people. But the actual act of doing the podcast is not always the most fun thing. It's a lot of work. It's challenge. It's, you know, I have to give up other things to do it. And because of that, and because I, I know that I want to get this done, I have to lean into it. I have to do it when I don't want to. And that's something everyone has to do if they want to accomplish anything great. Find ways to enjoy the process of learning, changing, and growing. Every person I know loves finishing and accomplishing things. Oh, I graduated. Oh, I'm done with that. But you have to train yourself to enjoy doing if you want to truly become a great person. Because if you only enjoy the end product, the accomplishment, and you don't enjoy the process, your life is going to suck you are eventually going to stop taking on challenges and that's going to kind of be it. You'll be complacent, rigid, head towards death. Be willing to be the stupidest, weakest, most incompetent person in the room. With this attitude, you will eventually become both the best in the world and the most humble person in the world. Because you'll know what it's like to be the idiot, you'll know what it's like to struggle, you'll know what it's like to be on the bottom, and you'll also have accumulated such a ridiculous skill set that you will have the most powerful combination in the world, and that is to be the best and the most humble. Go after these things, guys. Learn the new language. Learn the new sport. Pick up the new subject. Figure out the new thing. Most importantly, address your specific weaknesses. But after you've addressed these things, go after more. Support your brain. Feed your brain with knowledge. As we said above, aging will most often target you at your weakest point. So this weak point is a hole in your game from a longevity standpoint. Fill that hole and make it strong. Turn your weaknesses into, into strengths. Embrace your true potential. Stop your weaknesses. Address them. And stop honestly identifying them even as weaknesses. Refer to them as things you are going to work on and improve. If you start to say you're bad at something, you're weak at something, you're not good at something, oftentimes that leads to a self-fulfilling prophecy where you never become good at it. Don't do this. Identify it as something you need to work on and get to work. Finally, work. This is both like get a job work and do the work that you need. Uh, change your life. Do the things you have to do. Participate in meaningful work that aligns with your purpose and work your ass off. You want to be a great person? You want to have grit? You want to live a long time? Then start working hard because life is hard work.
All right, these are some of the biggest things that people avoid doing. Obviously, exercise and movement, huge. And exercise is pretty easy. It's just like, you know, go to the gym, run, do something, move around. I think movement is the harder thing. Instead of sitting still, not doing things, and just being in a chair or being in one position all the time, move. Be dynamic. Change your position. Our exercise physiologist, Callie, calls it calls chairs casts. These are people's casts. They're casted in the shape of a chair. Not good. Build social connections. It's another thing people avoid. Get out there and meet people. Get out there. Everybody's lonely. Get involved with the community. Do good things for other people. Put yourself out there. Invite them to hang out with you. You will eventually find people that resonate with you, and your life will be elevated. Brain fog. All these people with long COVID talking about brain fog. Just in general talking about brain fog. I have one question for you if you have brain fog. What do you do to use your brain? Are you using your brain? Because the way to get rid of brain fog is to engage in complicated topics that are hard to understand and push through and learn them. Now, there could be something underlying. You could be using substances all the time. Um, you know, certainly it is hard to get over an infection, and when you're sick, your brain doesn't work as well. There could be other things going on. But in general, the way to clear up your brain is to use it. The next thing people avoid, identifying personality characteristics that prevent building relationships. These are often maladaptive personality traits. Maladaptive personality traits are learned behaviors, and you can unlearn them. These are things like borderline personality, histrionic, you know, people who are really emotional and go crazy and, and rev everything up to a very emotional, not healthy degree. Narcissistic people, people who think they're the best at everything and they don't have anything to learn and they know everything and they're the greatest. Independent people, people who need other people to function. You learn these behaviors, you can unlearn them. You can either live your life following behaviors that didn't work, didn't lead to you building good relationships, or you can unlearn them, learn new and better behaviors, and move on. The next thing people avoid, meaningful work. Get a job that aligns with your purpose and that really excites you. I'll be honest, social security disability is the worst thing anybody can ever go on for their health. I want to do a study, I want to show that it increases substance use, it increases mortality, and it's bad for society. Because when you don't have meaningful work, you don't have purpose, and that's a huge problem. And that is a huge difference between my longevity clinic and primary care. In primary care, you get all these people wanting you to fill out paperwork that says they're disabled and they can't work. In my longevity practice, that is never, never a thing because I know long-term there's nothing worse I could do for a person than undercut their ability, their need, and their incentive to work. Work your ass off, people. The next thing people avoid is learning unfamiliar topics. Dive in. Be the idiot. Learn it. The next thing people avoid is thinking about ideas from a different perspective. This is an absolutely huge one. It's why we're so polarized right now. It has to die. Force yourself to argue a viewpoint that opposes your own. Do this regularly. Take the opposite argument. As Atticus from Kill a Mockingbird said, put yourself in somebody else's shoes and walk around with them. The insight you will gain will be tremendous. And I think if you are unable to do this, you need to travel. Travel is the cure for all ignorance. 
And if you are unable to put yourself into different ideas and different perspectives, get out, travel, see the world, and that will cure um, your, your one-sided, polarized stances on things. People avoid their purpose. Decide what you are about and build a life around it. This doesn't have to be like an aha moment. It doesn't have to be like something that is given to you from on high. You can decide your purpose. You figure out what you're excited about, what things motivate you, and build a life around it. The final thing that people avoid is enjoying the process. Everybody enjoys the end, the accomplishment, the success. But if you want to have an awesome life, if you want to accomplish a bunch of things, you need to start enjoying the process. Think about this idea from a big picture standpoint. If you only enjoy the accomplishment, if you only enjoy the end, that's a terrible strategy. Because what does it mean? It means you're going to enjoy life when you're dead, when it's finally over. So stop thinking about you know, enjoying the end result, enjoying the finish line, enjoying the accomplishment, and think about enjoying the process. This is akin to enjoying life instead of enjoying death. All right, training. This is very important. I've been training for 36 years and will never stop. I live my life. I identify at all times as a trainee. And don't just train yourself to learn new things. As I said above, train yourself to enjoy new things. Enjoy the process. It's all about the journey. Journey. And finally, train for the thing, most importantly. Identify the thing you're avoiding, identify your weakness, and train it out. Get rid of it. It's not serving you. It's not helping you. All right, one final note on all of this. Avoid the trap of, quote, happiness. I don't like the word happiness anymore. Happiness tends to run with pleasure, um, hedonic pleasures, um, immediate pleasures. And I know words, basically, their meaning is because everybody agrees on what they mean. That's what I'm hearing when I hear people say, I want to be happy. I think happiness engenders laziness in the way we use it today, and it's too broad of a term. And people can too quickly spiral into distorted reasoning around happiness. Well, this substance, this food, this thing makes me happy. Yeah, it makes you happy in the moment, but long term, it's killing you. So instead of talking about happiness, instead of shooting for happiness, I shoot for fulfillment. I want my patience, I want myself, I want my family, I want my kids to be fulfilled. The most fulfilling days, the days that give me the most pride, are oftentimes days that were a pain in the ass, were a ton of work, I didn't have a lot of fun during that day, but afterwards I felt extreme joy and fulfillment because of the work and accomplishments I had taken care of that day, that week, that month, whenever. All right, so stop avoiding the thing and you will change your life, live longer, and be a better person. Thank you so much for listening to the Full Scope Podcast and investing in your health. 
I'm Dr. Bill Rannenberg. If you're enjoying the content, please rate, review, and share this content with all of your friends online and all your social media platforms. Please understand that this podcast is not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure your specific medical condition. This podcast does not create any type of doctor-patient relationship between myself, Dr. Brandenburg, and you, the listener. If you do need help with your life, with your health, with anything regarding your longevity or performance, please check out wondermedicine.com. Our longevity and performance program is the best in the world and is ready to help you right now, today, become the best possible individual you can be. Thanks. Bye-bye.